failure is an option. Yes, you heard me. I'm really saying that failure is an option. We often hear the opposite, that failure isn't an option. And this gives us Christians and podcasters like myself a skewed view on life, faith, and success. My name is John Wilkerson, and this is Struggling for Purpose for January 30th, 2020. I'm going to be talking about failure today, and I'm going to be talking about failure over the upcoming months with other podcasters. And I hope that this series brings a little enlightenment and hopefully some encouragement to podcasters out there and Christians out there who have been dealing with continuous failure. You see, I have failed at podcasting since 2005, maybe not by every measurable metric, but I have failed at podcasting since 2005 because the one that I originally started still isn't around. I've stopped and I've started podcasts. I've had some barely get out the gate. I've had some last for over 10 years only to kind of die on the vine, so to speak. And I want to talk about these failures at a high level today. And then in upcoming episodes, I'll talk about these failures with other podcasters a little bit more in depth. It's interesting because the Bible is full of accounts where the faithful failed. While many Christians are familiar with a few of these stories, most don't embrace them. And we forget that books like Lamentations, Job, Jonah, and Ecclesiastes are there for us to meditate on, and that God speaks to us through failure. Now, like I mentioned in this episode, I will briefly touch on seven ways I've failed at podcasting, and this is since 2005. I've had a failure to plan, a failure to produce, a failure to promote, and this fourth one, a failure to pander. I don't really know. I'm trying to think of another P word here, right, because of all the alliteration. I, I see that as asking for financial help or doing what your audience wants you to do. A failure to pivot, a failure to prioritize, and a failure to partner. So let's talk about these just briefly uh, and how they relate to me, and then we'll get into what's coming up in the next 80 days. So failure to plan. This has been really the, I think the biggest hindrance to my podcasting is that I don't plan things out. Now, I might plan things out two or three episodes down the road when I was really in the midst of the Wired Homeschool and I had 
a lot of good sponsorships and advertisements on the podcast, I was planning those suckers out because I needed to make sure I had something to produce. But when I didn't have a sponsor or when I didn't have ads, it was seat of the pants. And even this podcast itself, it it is a top of mind podcast, but it, it still makes sense that in the 10 days between each episode that I would at least write down a few topics that I might talk about. And I usually don't. And so that leads into the second issue that I usually run into, and that is a failure to produce. Because if you don't have a plan, you can't always produce a podcast. Now, if you're a weekly news thing where you're just covering news topics for 10 or 20 minutes, then you can sit down for 10 or 20 minutes and find a bunch of headlines to cover. But generally, that doesn't help when it comes to producing podcasts. You you generally have to have a plan of what you're going to do. and, And even if you're doing that, it's always best to pick those topics over a week or so. Now, the third issue here, the failure to promote, is probably, if you follow me, it's probably not something, you know, maybe you think, okay, John doesn't really, John does promote his podcast. I I see posts um, on Twitter and Instagram about his podcasts but I've never successfully used Facebook. Um, I, I don't use Snapchat. I, I, when I was doing the wired homeschool, I tried to do some stuff on Pinterest and for a while it was pretty successful. I've never consistently promoted my podcast because the only way for people to hear about your podcast is to tell people about your podcast and, and, and get things in front of people's eyeballs. And that, hasn't been a strong suit of mine either. The fourth topic here, the failure to pander. This one's a little more difficult for me because I have asked for financial help, but when I hear about podcasts that have not been around as long as mine have, and they have all the support on Patreon. It makes me think to myself, what am I doing wrong? How am I not getting the same support that some of these other podcasts are? So there's been something there, whether it's a the way I'm asking or I'm just really not doing what my audience wants me to do. And so that's why I'm not getting the donations in now. And I understand that if you get one to 3% of your listeners donating, you're doing great. And that's just an area that most of my podcasts have been self-supported. And so asking for that help, that pandering has always been an issue for me. Number five, the failure to pivot is a big one too. 
times change and people's interests change, your audience changes over time. Maybe you do a series on something and you pull in a massive audience from a certain area. I know that with the Wired Homeschool, one of the big things there as far as pivoting where I failed to pivot was in covering things for a younger audience. It was always difficult to begin with because I was male and the homeschooling community is very female dominated. But I failed to see that there was a bigger demand for the elementary and middle grades, whereas I was focusing on what was for my kids and and the position where my kids were and are, which was middle school and high school, because I saw a lack of coverage there. And early on, that's that seemed to be very popular, but as younger families started coming in and learning about the podcast, I didn't want to cover those topics for first, second, and third grade because I had very strong opinions about how much your child actually needed to do in kindergarten and first grade and second grade. And I felt like there was really no need to go And I still don't think there was really a need to go super deep into curriculum with a seven or eight year old. I also failed to prioritize my podcasting. Now that doesn't mean that I put it ahead of my family or my job or anything like that. But what it means is I fail to prioritize it in other things like watching television or just donking around on the internet, watching sports, things like that. I think our family life and our our interpersonal lives with others should come first. But if we're not, for me, it was not a job. I, I did, I still desire to do podcasting for a living. It's my dream. But it's still not something that I prioritize over sitting down and watching Netflix. So by not prioritizing that, I couldn't focus my free time on it as much as I needed to. And number seven is a failure to partner. Now, this is a very interesting one for me because I've always enjoyed doing solo shows. And my excuse has been that things around me are very inconsistent. However, early on in my in podcasting in 2006, 2007, 2008, my I told my wife every Tuesday night at this time, I'm going to go down in the basement and I'm going to record my podcast. And it was like clockwork. And we had worked that out. And I never really partnered with anyone to do a podcast. 
Now, I think for the Wired Homeschool, that would have been very helpful because it would have given a different voice to what we were talking about. And maybe I could have had someone talk about those lower grades while I covered the upper grades. But I never really partnered with anyone. I didn't partner with my listeners and I didn't partner with another host in order to improve things. So these are the seven areas that I am planning to interview people on. A failure to plan, the failure to produce, the failure to promote, the failure to pander, and if you have a better P word for that, I would love to hear it. The failure to pivot, the failure to prioritize, and the failure to partner. So the plan is, if I succeed and I don't fail at this, in upcoming episodes, I'll have interviews with other podcasters and we'll discuss each of these failures and how they affected our podcasts. We'll talk about how we got through them, how they changed who we are, and we'll also look at how these affect our, our walks with Christ, because I think that's important to discuss. The whole crux of this podcast, Romans 1530 from the New Living Translation, Dear brothers and sisters, I urge you to join in my struggle. We all struggle. We all struggle with podcasting if we're podcasters. Not all of you who listen are struggling with podcasting, but those of us who are podcasters, we struggle with it in one way or another. And we struggle in our faith and our walk with Christ. And I think we're going to have some great conversations about this. And I hope we'll all learn how to embrace failure and carry on despite it. Now, I normally don't announce very many plans like this. I, I, I did announce the uh, 12 Days of Bookmas, which I managed to get through somehow. And but, but when it comes to podcasting, I don't normally announce things like this, and I often fail to follow through. So this is going to be a gargantuan effort for me, and I can really use your encouragement. If, this is, if you're a podcaster, and I haven't reached out to you yet because I've I have reached out to some podcasters and you want to talk about one of these topics. Some of them are taken already. Get in touch with me, John at strugglingforpurpose.com and I will be more than happy to interview you and talk about your failure. If you're just a listener and you're interested in hearing what's going to go on here and you want to support this, hey, you know what? You can buy me a coffee over at buymeacoffee.com slash John Wilkerson and you can show your appreciation for this. Until next time, learn to fail. Thanks for listening and thanks for sticking me in your ears.